All right, testing one, two, talk again. Uh, hello. <laughs> Perfect. Look out, the lever. Get away from that lever. You'll blow us all to atoms. All right, let's do this. Welcome, everyone. This is a very special episode of uh, That Record Got Me High. It's, I don't know how special it is, but uh, we have the youngest. You're going to be our youngest guest I've ever had on oh. the show. Because um, I don't know if you know, mostly old, old people yeah. listen to the show. So, it's yeah, it's an old person's show. Uh, but I'm welcoming to the show Mr. Jasper Cash Dunn Nolan. Welcome uh, to the show, hey. Jasper. So how old are you, Jasper? Uh, I just turned 15. 15. See, that's good. I'm glad I have you on because I don't know if your dad told you. By the way, your dad, Todd Nolan, just uh, recently did a uh, Johnny Cash episode. And I guess that's uh, why your middle name is Cash, yeah. right? That's awesome. Um, so we did an episode a while ago. Uh, it was a, where people sent in a song that, that they discovered and loved when they were 15. Because we realize, like a lot of people, when they come on the show, they bring a record. It's a record that they started listening to when they were 15. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like 15 is like an age when you discover music and, you know, something like sort of hits you and it becomes. So this record that you brought today will probably be a record that you'll love your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Right. Uh, all right. So what are we what are we doing? What record are we talking? Uh, about? We're doing Talking Heads Speaking in Tongues. Yes, and uh, so we were out to eat. I was. We were out with your dad and your mom and you. The and uh, you had mentioned that this is like one of your favorite records, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I just thought that's interesting that someone because the record came out in 1983, and if my math is correct, you, <laughs> you yeah. were, were you born in 2006? Six. 2006. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So how did you? First of all, yeah. How did you discover? Uh, Talking Heads, like when did you first hear them at all? Do you remember? I mean, it's kind of like I first like really got into them like December 2019 because uh, I was into John Mulaney and he had David Byrne on one of his, uh, he had like a children's show-ish special. Oh, okay. Well, guess what things you are missing? What we had planned for this crowd? Four minutes of total perfection. And I was like, all right, I dig them. I was like, I was first listening to them, and I first heard, like, all of it. And I was like, oh, wow. This is your jam. You, yeah. You, uh, are, oh, wow. So that's, like, really recently, right? Yeah. 2019. Okay. And then did you, like, get the record? Do you actually go out and buy records, or do you I, listen to it online? I, I was, like, just listening to, like, a full playlist of, like, a majority of their songs, just kind of, like, the big ones. And then I got, like, a record for my birthday, 14th birthday. For speaking in tongues specifically, and I was oh, like, okay, nice. Yeah. And so you just listened to it, and so what is it about? What do you think it's about the uh, music that drew you to it that you like so much? I think it's just really like the strangeness of just kind of like <laughs> there. There's nothing that like really fucking clicks together in this album. 
Yes, yes. But strangeness, yes, that's a very, that's true. It, it, there's something very strange and quirky, especially about David Byrne. And we were discussing this because I, I, um, I recently read Chris the, France, uh, Chris France's book. And it's not very, it doesn't put David Byrne in a very no. uh, positive light. Yeah. And you, and so what, what were you saying about that? Like, I mean, I think he's definitely gotten a lot better nowadays. <laughs> he's gotten better, right? I, I think he has, because, I mean, he's, he even talked about it himself, being like, yeah, I was kind of an asshole back then. Well, he, he strikes me as someone that maybe has isn't the best at social yeah. interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that could come across mm-hmm. as being an, an asshole or a dick, and maybe he could still be an asshole. Because yeah. <laughs> some people are awkward, but they're not assholes. Yeah. So, but he has gotten better. You think he's yeah, probably gotten, he's better gotten better just, uh, you know, with people. Yeah. See, that's it. Uh, you have to learn, even if you're, no matter how you are, you have to learn, uh, to take other people's feelings into consideration. So mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't the best at that. Maybe he wasn't the best uh, bandmate yeah. uh, with the other people in the band, but they maybe, I always wonder if something like that helps make the music the way yeah. it is, you know, that, um, because I, it seems to me, especially the the rhythm section, you got Chris Franz and you got uh, Tina Weymouth, mm-hmm. and they're a married couple, yeah. and they seem like great people yeah. too, and they're really great rhythm section. So you have that, and then you have Jerry Harrison, who's like this other guy that's yeah, yeah. just like probably the, maybe the most easygoing guy in the band, yeah. right? The Ringo star of the group. Okay, the Ringo <laughs> star, and then you have David Byrne, who obviously is a very. Uh, a driven person has his idea of how he wants things to be, but he's also in a band. So he's playing mm-hmm. with these other people. Um, all right. So this, I don't know. So do you know, uh, so did you dive into all their stuff? Have you listened to their other records? Yeah. I've listened to a majority of the rest of them. There's like a few songs I haven't hit, you know? Right. All right. But this, uh, this is the record that kind of grabbed mm-hmm. you in. And this, I mean, so are you, cause this went in me listening to, it, obviously I've heard this record a lot just because this, this was kind of like their a breakout record. Yeah. It was their big hit. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I heard, uh, all these songs I've heard, but I didn't, I, I mean, I guess I sort of realized that it's basically like a funk record. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of their inspiration for this album was Parliament Funkadelic. Right, right. Parliament uh, Funkadelic. And actually, I think it was Tina and Chris, right? That had yeah. seen a show. Yeah, they, the audience was yelling, burn down the house before they came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, so they, that was the inspiration for, obviously, burning down the house. And I guess a lot of it came from just jamming, them doing yeah. these, uh, funk jams. And then uh, later, David Byrne uh, putting uh, lyrics over it. And do you now? Are you a lyric guy? Like, do you do you like the lyrics? Do you dig into them, or do you just kind of get into the whole song? I, I like to get into the whole song. I mean, occasionally I'll go down deeper, but you know, usually not too often. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of I mean, a lot of even they say that not all of it's made to make sense. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a, the whole funk thing. A lot of times is just to to make sure that the lyrics go with the groove and don't mess yeah. up the groove. Um, but I still think I still think David Byrne is saying more than maybe you know he he isn't yeah. just throwing out these aren't just nonsense yeah. lyrics, uh, even though they do stop. So this a lot of this their their movie that they did after yeah, was stop making sense. Stop making sense. Now what do you think of that? You probably love. I love it. it. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's did. just David Byrne dancing for an hour and a half. Yeah. Have you ever have you dressed up like him for Halloween yet? No, have you thought of that? The big yet. suit. Yeah, the big suit, little head. <laughs> I could picture you doing that yeah. though, right? Yeah, you'd be into that. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. So this was their first record they did since their uh, debut that they didn't do with Brian Eno, yeah. producer Brian Eno. So this was basically them. They produced this. Yeah, right? they did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, it, it's almost in, in re-listening to it now and paying attention to it. Uh, there's basically um, these grooves and the songs. There's not much change in them, no. so uh, they manage to keep them interesting. That they don't get boring. I think because of all, be, uh, because of him. I mean, he's mm-hmm. such like when he sings, he definitely has such a presence and such a character. But then all the instrumentation they put around it it mm-hmm. makes them interesting even though the songs when i realized there's not much change in the songs no. they're repetitive but they, they don't get boring right i don't get boring yeah yeah no yeah and you so now do you i i noticed uh, i i know you're a performer right you mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, I do you, acting. you're into performing arts and you do shows are you a dancer would you consider yourself a dancer not really <laughs> <laughs> but do you move like if the if like you're listening to this this is so I'm I'm not a dancer either, yeah. by the way. As, uh, listeners may be shocked to hear that that I'm mm. not a dancer, but I'm not. Um, but this kind of music almost uh, yeah, uh, yeah sure. it makes you move, makes you want to move, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All right, so let's get into like we said. The first song was sort of the inspiration. Chris and uh, Tina went to a P Funk show, and mm-hmm. uh, and that gave them the uh, the inspiration for this first song. So let's listen to "Burning Down the House." Sure. Like some of these other songs, like I said, I think there's more lyrics you could dig into. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think, is just like the lyrics are just to for yeah. the song to like for him to have something to sing. But they're main. They're more just like um, throwing out like burning down the house. Um, uh, something I, I the line I always liked though that stuck with me is when he says, "I don't know what you expect staring into the TV, TV set. set." Yeah, yeah, because I, I do that a lot. I yeah, stare yeah, into yeah. my TV. <laughs> <laughs> said uh fighting fire with fire though so uh i don't know do you, so do, do you think there's any any i don't think there's any deeper meaning in no this. like i was saying burn said he was like there's no hidden meaning so it's just kind of like a combined form of like everything right 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 and uh but uh as with this one like i said it's got that groove like mm-hmm. a really cool groove and then i guess the um that keyboard, though, if there's French keyboard player Wally Bataru, mm-hmm. um, who's worked with like Grace Jones and Level 42, and he overdubs the um, synthesizer on this, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, that, it gives that, it uh, that feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's really cool. All right, so we have that, and now we have this, and and this is like 
straight up funk almost this yeah. one uh but uh and, and you know what it reminds me of i don't know are you do you did you ever see the the prince movie um purple rain pur- yeah purple rain i've seen bits and clips okay well there's a band in there morris day and the time mm-hmm. and this sounds a lot like that to me this sounds like morris day and the time which is great but like straight up funk. let's listen to the little bit of making flippy everybody get in line nothing can come between us one he's kind of embracing weirdness the, the weirdness yeah right yeah when he says we are we are born without eyesight we are born without sin uh and our mama protect us from the cold and the rain we're in no hurry uh sugar and spice we sing in darkness and we open our eyes yeah yeah so definitely not just not just words that don't mean anything i think he's no. I, I i think he's trying to convey something and he even says in this one he's got the line check it out Still don't make no sense. Yeah. I mean, that kind of connects to the stop making sense, which is a line in My Girlfriend is Better, which kind of convinces to the no sense aspect of the album. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, that's like he's embracing. I think that's I, I think that's a big thing with him is he, uh, as obviously these guys are intellectual, right? They're yeah. intellectual people. They're thinkers. But I think he says, no matter how much you think, you can't understand, you know, because the whole universe, everything's so weird. You yeah. can't understand it all, you know, and I think he's smart enough to realize that. Yeah. So he, he embraces that, right? I think another line kind of like that actually somehow has a meaning. I think it's like when it says, our president's crazy business business and pleasure lie right to your face, who at the time Reagan was president. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think he does throw in little things like that, even yeah. though they're, they're not a band that would overtly write an anti-Reagan song yeah. or anything like that. But yeah, were you uh, Reagan? So you, you don't know anything about Reagan. Right? Uh, <laughs> a little. But, uh, but you had Trump though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know about him. <laughs> you know about him. Yeah. Your parents aren't down with Trump or anything. Mm-hmm. Are they? No, okay. That would be great if we called them out as being oh, like wow, closet yeah. Trumpers. That yeah. would be shocking. No, they're not. They're not. No. no. <laughs> Not at all. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, but there is something wrong with that. But um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw you off the show. Or no. Anything. Uh, <laughs> All right, so this next one we mentioned, uh, girlfriend is better, um, and uh, this the an original guy from uh, P Funk is playing on this. It is yes, uh, Bernie Worrell is playing the synth on that. Doesn't he uh, in, play in Stop Making Sense as keyboards? He, he does, yes, yeah. and he's the original P Funk member. Yeah, and he's playing on this. So they got for this record, they definitely got a lot of outside people to play in it, which mm-hmm. adds a lot to the. Yeah. Like I said, that's that's what makes the songs interesting, where they, yeah. they don't get boring for sure. And uh, this is obviously a great song. This song definitely got a lot of airplay. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of Girlfriend is Better. Hi. Who took the money? 
So this one, as much as the lyrics seem like nonsense, I feel like he's saying something here. But yeah. I can't figure out what he's saying, Jasper. Do you I know mean, what he's it's kind of like he's just going through like multiple girlfriends in the span of a song. Oh, okay. So you, so maybe he's just sort of uh, using it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it isn't just about one person yeah, or a girlfriend. Because I mean, it kind of uses different words to describe each thing. That's kind of what I picked up. Right. What's your girl? Do you have any? Uh, do you have any uh, girlfriend things no. going on? No, no. Okay, all right. Just <laughs> single man. A single. Okay, Jasper's single, ladies. Just so you know, ladies. Uh, maybe your granddaughters who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> we can introduce them. But yeah, this is like you said. This is the song where he's uh, "Stop Making Sense" comes in. Yeah, which was the inspiration for the uh, for the tour and then the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tour and the movie, uh, which is great. It's yeah. that's so great. I every once in a while. I'll just I'll I'll watch it again because it's uh, it's just done so good. It's probably like one of the best uh, concert movies. Yeah, I've a ever lot of seen. people say it is. And yeah, I believe I, it. I think so. It, it it is. It's really great, and um, I love watching that because I mean I guess David Byrne too. Not, but I I love watching uh, Chris and Tina look like they're having so much fun in their yeah. playing. You know, there's so much like joy in their playing, and I love that they got these big smiles on their face. David, I don't know if he's uh, how much fun he's. <laughs> I, think, I, I mean, think, he's just prancing around the stage the whole time, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, it, with him, it's almost like he's possessed or something, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. So, But man, I'm sure he's having fun. Yeah. Um, all right, so now we get uh, more uh, more funk here, electro-funk. This is um, with a little uh, gospel thrown in. Yeah. One, right? I think this one has yeah. like a little religious uh, stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, with let's, the chorus, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's listen to a little bit of Slippery People. <laughs> Singing backups there, mm-hmm. uh, very go- she gives it that yeah. real gospel feel to it. Um, what do you think this one's about? Personally, not much of an idea. <laughs> See, I'm thinking, what do you think? Like slippery people, and there is a, like he says, uh, "God help us, help us lose our minds." These slippery people help us understand. Maybe slippery people. He's talking about the religious, like the slippery religious mm-hmm. you know leaders that uh that get people to follow them and stuff and maybe they're not so uh they're a little slippery so i don't know i was thinking maybe it's something like that and it kind of seems like the chorus can still be like kind of concerned with like burn singing oh right right, right. they're kind of like what's the matter with him yeah yeah <laughs> right 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 yeah but it's still uh, throughout these songs they're just so funky you know mm-hmm. and it's funny it, it's still not straight up 
funk because they've got this like little quirky edge that they yeah, like that, a little new wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely brings it, which is cool. I mean, it, it it's good because sometimes white people. I don't know if you know. Sometimes white people try and do funk and it, and it's not good, you know. But uh, they they manage to do it where it's convincing, but it's also them. It sounds like them. It doesn't mm-hmm. just sound like uh, four white people trying to do funk, you know. Um, yeah, which probably wouldn't be um, All right, so now we get uh, more uh, detachment. I always, I feel like, yeah. well, obviously, he's a, a detached person, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel that uh, that theme, uh, I feel that a lot through this record. I mean, I, through everything he does, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, you could you could just sort of get that feeling. But do you think that's part of what draws you to him? Yeah. It is. Because, okay. I mean, it's just nothing's going to be the same from the talking heads. You're going to be, like, hearing all different types of music. Right, right, right. But whatever – yeah, they explore all these different things. But whatever you do, you still get David mm-hmm. Burns, like, weirdness and yeah. quirkiness, right? Yeah. And do you like the stuff he's doing now? Yeah, I do. I it's do. cool. Well, it's yeah. very theatrical. Yeah, right? the Broadway show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you, you haven't seen – well, I don't know. They're I saw the movie – Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it good? Was it? Yeah. Good? It, did, it looks really cool. That's what he's got all the people wearing the gray yeah. suits and barefoot and live, stuff. Yeah. yeah it's, it's yeah. Great. He do some. He does some like Talking Head songs as well. Because I mean, he writes a majority of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this that was. It's funny because that was a bone of contention. We did Remain in Light. Uh, we mm-hmm. did that episode. And then, like, Brian Eno, like, it was like he wanted some writing credits and they didn't give. Mm-hmm. But but this record, it, I was happy to see that they all get the writing credit. Yeah. Yeah, which they should. With it, but yeah. we always, me and Barry were, would always say that. Like, if a band's working on something, mm-hmm. everyone is contributing. So they should get it. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So let's listen to a little bit of I Get Wild, Wild Gravity. <laughs> have any thoughts about what it could be about or what he's saying here it's not right i I know i couldn't get on this one this is just one of those it's just like a groove it's got a good groove and he's you know singing stuff over it but uh it yeah it's hard to say so what i'm curious you so i'm glad to hear you discovered this you kind of discovered this on your own it's like your parents were playing it and you uh did it because you discovered from watching that uh melaney thing um are there any like do you know are there other kids in your school like are other kids into they're no, not right no, no. yeah no did you ever try and turn them onto it yeah I'd say I try yeah I mean I know a few who like know a few songs but like the wider like discography no not really yeah not really but but that's cool you just discover so what other what other what other things do you like like what other uh, bands do you listen to um it's not like, all bands from the eighties is it no I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I like some Cat Stevens, you know. Oh yeah, Cat Stevens is great. Yeah. Okay. Now, how did you? How would you hear Cat Stevens? Uh, I think uh, the Harold and Maude movie. Oh, he does, like, that's he great. Does all that soundtrack. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. That's such a great soundtrack. Okay, cool. So it's not your parents uh, shoving music down no, your throat. No, no, no. Your dad, not at all. Has your dad gotten you into Johnny Cash? Not very much. <laughs> no? And no. your middle name's Cash. All right, I maybe, know, yeah. maybe later when you get yeah. it. You have to be, you have to like get, well, maybe once you get like miserable about things and, uh, <laughs> like your dad is, then you'll be into Johnny Cash more. Um, all right, so we flipped it. Uh, I'm saying flip the record over, but I know, but do you guys get, re- like when you got, yeah. do you have the vinyl of this? Yes, I do. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. See that, that's cool. Vinyl's back again. It's, it's funny for a while, like younger people wouldn't know anything about records, but now vinyl's big again. Yeah, and, it is. And vinyl's, yeah. Like you, I don't even have a, uh, anything to play re- records on anymore. Mm. Uh, but you do. What do you, what do you play them on? Well, my dad has a stereo system. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a, like an old school stereo system? No, I mean, it's newer tech, but like. It's still like a stereo system. Okay. And you have your own records. Yeah. And I have my collection. Do you ever listen to your parents' records, though? Yeah, every once in a while. You know, yeah. Look through the sleeves. You know. They have pretty good tasting music. Yeah. Your mom, especially. Your dad, I don't know. Your dad's kind of weird. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to uh, Swamp. song definitely has a sinister feel to mm-hmm. it right yeah. and he's singing it about the devil right yeah yeah so what do you think what do you think he's saying i think it's just kind of like a chant of some sort right like in the beginning when it's just kind of like nonsense so you just you just hear mumbling i was trying to figure out I, what he, yeah. is he is it just nonsense i think it's just saying? nonsense it is it is but I see to me the devil I, I was getting a story like this is kind of like the devil planning to destroy the earth mm-hmm. by like uh, corrupting like egging the corrupt leaders uh, yeah. into a war like a mm-hmm. nuclear war. And um, but I like I like the devil like he's sort of singing and he sounds like almost yeah. like the devil in a way. And I like when he says um, this is probably supposed to be the devil talking. How many people do you think I am? But I can picture David Byrne saying that, too. Yeah. You know, like, because he seems, sort of has these multiple uh, personalities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, but just the high, 
the high, high, high yeah. part like that. That that's really yeah. That that gives me the creeps. Yeah, it's it's a creepy song. It is creepy. And right? I mean, like with the nonsensical beginning part, it's not like they're not familiar with like nonsensical songs. So it's one of their songs, uh, "I Zembra." It's just. Oh right, right, yeah. That's, that's just uh, nonsense. Song. Or no, is that on Fear of Music? Fear of Music. Fear of Music. Right, yeah. and that's just. Uh, it's just made up words. It's made up words, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and this, uh, yeah, but it, it's funny. Like, as much as he says this record is that made up words, I, I really don't think. I think he yeah. took more care in the words mm-hmm. than maybe he's saying, yeah. Yeah, that he's giving, uh, letting on. Um, all right, so now we get some space funk. Yeah. Right? On this one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's space funk. Yeah. I think it's a, well, I, I, honestly, Jasper, I think this one may allude to like some. Substances, some illegal mm, substances. Yes, yes, yes. Do you I think agree, so? All right, we we should we got to tread lightly on this. Let's listen to Moon, Moon Rocks. Why do you think? Where did you get the like uh, questionable substances? So, yeah. Like, where did you? Where did I you mean, get he's that basically from? talking about he's flying into the moon. Yeah. He, he right. like swallowed a moon rock and it got stuck in his throat and he right. went whoa. Metaphorically, yeah. like, so he swallowed something. Uh, yeah, that's good. So you picked up on that. Yeah. That's good. I was wondering. I didn't know if I, I should broach that. Did, you, did your parents talk to you about drugs and everything? Hey, right? Sure. Yeah. By the way, I knew your parents back in the day, so they, mm, yeah. uh, they were no angels. Uh, don't <laughs> let them tell you that. But uh, you see, you've got your head on straight, right? You yeah. Know, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you aren't high right now, are no. you? No. <laughs> your dad, uh, Jasper's dad brought him here, so that would be uh, that would be bad. No, no, they're, uh, your parents are great parents, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. They are. They're cool. Uh, very cool. I wish a lot of us wish we should we should all have as cool parents as your parents are. Um, all right. So, anything else going on with this song? Uh, think? Yeah, <laughs> it's a theme with the whole record. Where you're like, you could kind of get a little bit of a meaning, but you're like, I don't know if it's real though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could read whatever you want into it, but who knows if you're uh, just barking up the wrong tree. Um, like this next one. I see. I think this next one also very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, pull up the roots. Perhaps like because he talks a little about having a spiritual awakening, yeah. but that could also be from someone taking, you know, something yeah. like, you know, smoking a little or something like that. Um, all right. So let's listen to a little bit of Pull Up the Roots. <laughs>
what's the story with David? Do you know anything about him? I mean, his personal life as far as... No, uh, not much. No, because I'm wondering what, how much of it... Like, I, I don't know if he's a guy that just, like, smokes pot all the yeah. time or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know. But, yeah, this one, I think, definitely also. Yeah. That, that's kind of what he's talking about, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, when he says, uh, well, I have a good time when I go out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a wonderful place. I can't wait to be there. And I hear beautiful sounds coming out of the ground. Someone must have... Oh, well, he says someone must have been high, but... Yeah, I, I guess it's all right. He says. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's all right. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, as long as you're no. not hurting anyone, right? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys? Do they still do that in school? Like, do they do the uh, dare thing? Do they have that still? No. They've given up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get past the Reagan administration, you're kind of like, uh. Oh, okay. Do a lot, of, but I, I mean, you're in, you're in high school now. Yeah. Right? Okay. Do. Uh, drugs aren't a big thing <laughs> in your school, are they? Oh, are they? I have no idea. I don't know what goes on now. Um, I mean, they were actually when I when I was in high school, they were. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as far as but just like pot and stuff. I mean, yeah. no one's doing heroin. Are oh. they in the bathroom? Oh, okay, good. Stay away from that. From yeah. that and that. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Do you feel because you're you do theater, musical theater yeah. too, right? Do you? Um, so you sing, right? Yeah, I do. Do you have you? Does has David Burns' vocal style influenced you at all? You feel, or do you get anything out of the? Yeah, way I'd say so. It's just kind of like the, uh, you know. <laughs> I like, I think, he, first of all, I think he has a really good voice. Oh, yeah, he does. But I like how he plays with his voice mm-hmm. a lot, right? Yeah, uh, it's not just a linear. Yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't say he has a classically good voice, but he has a very uh, powerful voice, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you uh, appreciate that. Yeah. What uh, What other singers do you like? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I think he's just a big influence because, I mean, I think it's just because the sh- the difference between everything else right. that he gives. Yeah. Is there any like what is there are there any new uh new bands or new music now that you like now that's like something new? Not not like personally like new new new. Yeah. Like something that's come out in the last uh, 5 years or so. I mean, I think like Tyler the Creator. Oh yeah, he's he's good. He's right? good. I yeah, think like good. Igor kind of gives that newer funk feel. Yeah. And I think that kind of like is like what's this? Oh, okay. So that's your jam. That's yeah. Your jam. Okay, that's cool. Um, all right. So now we get um, the last song, which my favorite. This yeah, is my this favorite. Yeah, my favorite. Is it your favorite yeah. too? Okay. And it's funny. I was reading. I guess this song didn't do that great at first, mm-hmm. but it's become yeah. like their most popular song, yeah. and a lot of people have covered it. And it's in like uh, movies. It's in yeah. a whole bunch of movies, and uh, it's just and. Uh, on the surface, it's what? It's just like a it's love song. It's just a love song. It is. And yeah. I guess he said it's the first love song he ever wrote. Yeah. Which is crazy because yeah. it's like their fifth record. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I, I think this one is him being as like honest emotionally probably as he's ever capable of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? All right. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, This Must Be The Place, parentheses, Naive Melody. Guess I must 
pretty song. It right? is. It is. And it. And you know, it's funny. I was thinking. I. I was almost going to say, oh, but it's got like this little dark underbelly subversive. But I think uh, that's me yeah. reading into yeah. it. I don't think it does. I think it's just a love song, really. It is. It's just. It's like his love song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's very sweet. Um. Uh. Just the way he talks about it. It's like someone who maybe doesn't feel comfortable. That comfortable mm-hmm. expressing feelings and and but still sort of giving himself up to it. I think it's kind of like a full circle on the album with burning down the house to then like wanting to be home in this song. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because it's just sort of, yeah, it's a very, it's, it's very sweet. And also did you, uh, it it sort of has a a different vibe than the rest of the record Mm -hmm. because it almost sounds a little more, a clunky to it. Yeah. And did you real? Did you read about like how they recorded this one? Yeah, a little bit. So what? What did they do? Tell me. It was. Uh, it was kind of like they wrote it as the naive melody because it's not like usually something that a musician would do. That's what they called it, right? Yeah. Before they even had words, they called it naive mm-hmm. melody, right? And um, but did you know that they actually played different things than they normally do? They did. It was like a jam, a jam session, and they switched instruments. So mm-hmm. Tina was playing a guitar, rhythm guitar, and Jerry Harrison was playing the bass on a keyboard, and David Byrne was playing this synthesizer. That uh, that uh, synthesizer stuff is him doing the Prophet Five. So they're all like sort of doing yeah. something different, which I think makes it sound gives yeah. it that sound, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just really, it, it, it's pretty, uh, I just like how he says, uh, out of all these, I, I love the line, out of all these kinds of people, you've got a face with a view. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's yeah, kind of a, a cool way of yeah. telling someone that you you like how they look. It, it's also about uh, Adele Lutz, his then girlfriend. Oh, who, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. She was the costume designer for True Stories, the other Talking Heads movie. Oh, did, did they have a kid together? Uh, I think so. I think they did. They had a kid together. All right. Probably not together anymore, right? No, no. She was also she was also in Beetlejuice. She was like in the dinner scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he kind of wrote this for her. You think? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay. All right. Well, look at him writing a straight up love song for a girl that he didn't stay with. Um, but he was with her for a while. Yeah. Right. He was. Yeah. Nothing lasts forever. Your parents are going to stay together. I think your parents are going to make it. They've been together forever. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. They have been. So, um, what do you, you know, I was going to ask you, Jasper, because honestly, I don't, I don't talk to many 15 year olds and you may be the only 15 year old I'll have on the show. We're usually people, we're also, uh, we're also negative about the future. And, and, but how do you, how do you, you don't feel negative, but are you positive about the future? I'd say so. I mean, I think, I think it's just kind of like burn himself is also kind of like that. I mean, it's, there's nothing like dark dark like negative negative coming from it oh okay so he's got kind of like a childlike innocence yeah that okay that's good because i'm glad i first of all i should apologize for all the generation for leaving you the world we're leaving you yeah. with. <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know yeah. i don't know how we messed up jasper i think it was the i think it's the cell phone stuff and the social media i think that's where we started to mm-hmm. go downhill but you're like that's you grew up you grew up with all this you're used to it right yeah i'm like i'm like right i was like growing up right near the start of it really growing big oh okay okay you were but you don't so you always but you always remember having uh, computers and having all that mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah i remember having like a big monitor computer in like my school and it would be like yeah, two right, and right. you'd be like now use your 15 minutes do this <laughs> right okay but you don't um you don't spend all day on instagram or anything do you uh, i, I don't say all day <laughs> Okay. Well, just don't. Yeah, you got to go. Uh, but you have other interests and you yeah. do other things. Good. Yeah, I th- you seem like a pretty well-adjusted kid. See, when I talk to people like you, it gives me s- some hope for the future. Mm-hmm. Like maybe things will be yeah. all right. So I think things will be all yeah, right. Yeah, I right? think things will be all yeah, right. I won't know because I'll be gone. Uh, but yeah. uh, you hopefully, you know, 
my kids and you and stuff will uh, will have a better world. So that yeah. that's good. That makes me feel a little better. All right. So this was great. I'm yeah. glad we. Uh, did you feel like? Is there anything else you want to uh, say about this record that no, you didn't not say? Really. But it's just. I think it's cool. And and like I said, um, this because you're uh, the age you are and you love this record. You're always gonna love this record. Yeah. And it's gonna be like when you're older, you're gonna remember like this record is gonna be important to you. And that's yeah. like yeah, because I have records that I that I heard when I was. 15 or that I love then and it's still stuff that I listen to now yeah. and it's still I love so yeah that's good at least it's not something that you'd be embarrassed about later you know? yeah I don't think you'd ever be embarrassed oh. about like um, your dad I'm sure your parents have some stuff they listen to that they're embarrassed by that they don't want yeah. to admit <laughs> Um, all right, so anything you want to uh, promote, put out there? <laughs> no, really. Does anyone should No, I don't think people should find you on social media. That's that. Although we did mention your single, so maybe, you know, the, yeah. contact me. Do it through me, and, yeah. and I'll, I'll be the uh, buffer just in mm-hmm. case. Yeah, some uh, someone weird. So um, do you have... Let's see. Do you have? Oh, are there any more show? You're almost done with school this year, so no yeah, more shows, I'm, right? Uh, Friday, I'm getting out. Okay. Are you doing anything over the summer? Are you going to do any theater things? I think I'm doing a thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Who knows? Yeah. yeah who knows? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, take it easy. Um, all right. Well, it was great having you on. Yeah, I thanks. really appreciate it. And uh, I hope it'd be funny. Would you think your dad be mad if your episode got more listens than his did? Oh, I hope it does. <laughs> It might, but do you think he'll be? He'll be probably a little quiet. He'll be, he'll be a little but he'll be proud of you too. Though. Yeah, he's very. Yeah, he's very proud of you. I know that. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. This was a special episode, and uh, give it up for Mr. Jasper Cash Dunn Nolan. Thanks so much for being on the show, Jasper. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. This is that Rush got me high. I'm Rob Elba. 